0: Welcome, everyone, to the fourth and soon-to-be-greatest podcast episode of The Vincent Show ever. I'm your host, the incomparable, the incorrigible, the unhinged, the unhealthy, the immortal, Chad Vincent. Yes, I'm waiting for applause. I'm not getting any, though. It's a little weird. Probably because there's nobody in my apartment. But, you know, whatever. Whatever. Um as far as the podcast goes getting getting right down into business as far as the podcast goes it's been uh ooh it's been an odd week for the show it's been on one hand it was good and then on the other hand it was it was kind of negative i was really looking forward to this week setting aside some time with my wife and we were just not going to talk about politics and donald trump and all the bullshit that goes around that and then some asshole who shall remain nameless Decided to drop 59 fucking Tomahawk missiles on Syria, and now I have to talk about that. Yay! There's also some other shit that I gotta talk about, but before we get into the bulk of the show, into the meat and the heart of the show, let's talk about the good week that the show has had. Um, TheVincentShow.com is up and running. I own the domain. And the website is up, and it is getting rave reviews from the four people who have looked at it, which is always good. They're friends and family, so I do appreciate their opinion. Uh, if only I could get more people to look at it, that'd be awesome. Uh, it's TheVincentShow.com, TheVincentShow.com. And on the website, you can get all kinds of stuff. You can get past episodes. You can find your way to my Twitter, which is at Chad W. Vincent. You can find your way to my Facebook, which is at Vincent Show without the the. Um, You can find your way to the iTunes store. So yeah, to the iTunes store. So you can subscribe and you can rate and then you can leave your positive only feedback about the about the show and how I'm getting better every week. That's what you're going to say. You're going to give me five stars, too. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I can't really make you do that. I'm not going to go to every single one of your houses and beat you up. I'm going to go to every single one of your houses and beat you up. I'm really not uh, keen on doing that, but I will anyways. Um, yeah. Subscribe, follow on Twitter. Talk to me. I'm not desperate for attention, but if you, if you got a complaint, if you got a grievance with something I've said and you want to have a intelligent discussion with me, hit me up on Twitter. We'll talk. We'll, uh, debate if I'm wrong on something show me how I'm wrong and then I will correct it and if you're smart enough or if you're at least entertaining to me enough uh I might even have you on the show because I want to start having guests here pretty soon I've got one um planned no official date as to when yet but you know who you are get your ass in gear but uh I guess it's time to move into the the meat of the show and we'll get to the bombing situation later we'll save that for the grand finale and we'll move into um how the republicans have proved yet again that the interest of america and its people is far outweighed by their need to push their party agenda and i gotta tell you man when it comes to women's rights and when speech is gone and religious freedoms are gone and all of this shit is ripped from our hands and healthcare is nearly impossible to get unless you're fucking employed and making over $50,000 a year, you know, remember who's responsible for it. And I'll give you a little spoiler. It wasn't the fucking black guy. Okay. It's the old, aged, ragged looking fucking turtle, Mitch McConnell, who had to decide that because he shit. In Obama's serial, and nobody really created a stink, Obama was president, and it was in his last year, and Antonin Scalia died. And I'm not saying that that's necessarily a good or a bad thing, but I wasn't exactly fucking upset when Antonin Scalia died. And there was an opportunity for the sitting president of the United States of America to flex his constitutional right, to select the next Supreme Court justice to replace Scalia. And what happened? Mitch McConnell, fucking all sour-faced and boo-boo-eyed, decided he had to say no because Joe Biden, 20 fucking years ago, said something off the cuff about, I don't think the president in his last year should be able to pick the Supreme Court justice and they of course agreed with it now when they don't think they firmly agreed with it then because then it was stopping um daddy bush and i don't even think it even stopped it was a hypothetical i'm not even sure that it really happened and on top of that george w bush or not george w george h w bush was actually a lame duck shitty 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 fucking Japanese Prime Minister vomiting on crappy, terrible fucking president. I still don't understand how anybody saw his four years as president and went, wow, that was shitty, his son will probably be just as good. You know he was raised by that guy, right? Anyways, I'm digressing. Mitch McConnell and the rest of this fucktarded Republican Senate decided it would be a really good idea to just, you know, get rid of the filibuster when it comes to Supreme Court nominations. And uh, that's a slippery slope towards getting rid of the filibuster altogether, which right now paints a really rosy picture for the Republican agenda. Getting rid of uh, Obamacare and replacing it with. I don't know, a monkey shitting in its own hand and then throwing it at you when you get sick. Cause that's what fucking Paul Ryan came up with. They're going to replace it with something, something great, something wonderful, something that covers next to nobody and costs a lot of fucking money. They're going to come up with bullshit. And then they're going to get rid of gay marriage. You can see that going down the fucking toilet because God forbid gay people be happy. You know, they're going to get rid of, Oh, planned parenthood gone. It's going to be illegal. Don't worry. Don't worry, and it may seem like I'm just screaming at clouds and shit and just freaking the fuck out, but it's actual, actually possible. If you think about it, the Republican agenda has been very anti-woman, anti-gay, anti-minority, anti-black, anti-latino, anti-Muslim, anti... I think the only ones they like are, like, British people. And, well, they're white, so go fucking figure that one out. I know it seems like I'm screaming at the at the wind, but... Really, this is what they want, and now they're getting it. And they're also doing one other thing that they're too fucking stupid to realize. They're proving exactly how ridiculously short-sighted they are. Unless they're able to actually make it so they can't be voted out of office, and don't worry, gerrymandering is doing the fucking trick in a lot of states, but it's only going to work for so fucking long before everybody gets fed up with this bullshit. When somebody's mother dies, who was on Obamacare... And they die because they didn't have enough health care, they've lost that voter. They've lost that fam- that person's family as voters. That just one person. That could be two, 10, 15 people. They're going to be like, wow, man, if you hadn't been such a fucking, had such a fucking hard on for getting rid of Obamacare, that person would still be alive. That person I love would still be alive. So I should. Probably not vote for you. And they're going to lose that vote. Or they're short-sighted. So when that happens, this is where they're really short-sighted. And the Democrats take over. And they will because it always bobs and weaves back and forth. When the Democrats take over, they'll be able to undo all of this broken shit with no filter. The whole reason that this filibuster is there is so when somebody has the majority they can still be stopped from doing something crazy. Well, now that the filibuster's gone, if the Democrats are in charge and the Republicans don't like something, well, fuck you. The Democrats got got the majority. They got over 60. You're fucked. Which is good news for a lot of people, although the Democrats don't have a totally great history of making good decisions. I mean, they also passed the Patriot Act. So, I mean, take that for what it is. We're not looking at a good, bright future for now. And then when the Democrats take over, there's going to be a lot of bitching and a lot of belly aching from the Republican side. And it's going to be fun to watch. And it's going to be really fun to watch. It's going to be a little shitty to live through, but it'll be kind of fun to watch. Now, I guess, is a good time to really get into the... Um, Whole meat and potatoes of tonight's episode, and tonight's episode is actually shaping up to be a short one. We'll see, but I guess it's time to get into the real thing. Um, you heard it here, uh, dead last actually. I mean, everybody else has reported it. Trump decided to bomb Syria, and uh, yeah. Where to start with this? Okay, so let's start with the problem that I have with a lot of the, the, the liberal side of this. The liberals are taking, well, Donald Trump said a few years ago that he was against going into Syria. A lot of liberals are saying, well, you said you weren't going. Okay, something in the last week happened. Assad decided to be a really good idea to uh, attack his own people with uh, chemical weapons and that's kind of a big deal and it's being used as an excuse it's not why the bombing happened not in my estimation and if you really look around just and, and apply even the the most basic of critical thinking to the situation you'll see where I'm coming from in a few minutes But my problem is, don't argue how it's wrong because Donald Trump said something different three years ago. In the event of... And I'm only talking about a partial tweet here. I already got a lot of shit for this on Facebook. Please shut the fuck up and let me finish. I will finish in 15 minutes. This is how long it's going to take me to spit this out. No, I'm kidding. But let me finish. When you say, I don't believe in... Tacos, and you say that in 2005, and then in 2017, somebody shows you look, tacos do indeed exist, and they're quite delicious. You're gonna have to change your stance. If you're going to argue and sit there and say, "Well, Donald Trump shouldn't have gone into Syria because of something he said 3 fucking years ago," you're eliminating the ability for knowledge and intelligence to actually come into play. When you say, "Hey, you said something 3 years ago," you you and you got to live by that. That's saying you can't live, you can't grow, you can't read, you can't be any kind of more intelligent Because you said something and you got to stand by it. That's when you hear the shit like flip-floppers in politics and stuff like that. And you've got to sit there and go, well, yeah, he did flip-flop. Maybe there's an influx of new information. So that argument's not good. That argument's not good. But there's another side to that that is a little better. He said you should get congressional approval first. And that, oops, I dropped my phone, that I'm inclined to agree with, typically. He doesn't really need the congressional approval in this particular instance because, let's face it, everybody is sucking on his fucking orange, mangled, wrinkly old balls so goddamn hard on the Republican side. He would have gotten the fucking congressional approval. He would have gotten it, and it would have still happened. But he didn't get the congressional approval. And the, it's funny how many Republicans have since backtracked on what they're saying. They've said, there's been a lot of Republicans that have said that they don't believe that the president should be making a decision in Syria or that they should be doing it without congressional approval. And a lot of them are, are, are changing their stance. And of course, it's the typical, typical guy's that changed their stance and just love getting Donald Trump's friggin' wrinkly sack all over their nose. It's, it's uh, some, of, some of my favorite ones are uh, Jason Chafed Crotch, um, Marco I Got Diarrhea from Rubio's, and then my favorite person of all, the frat guy who liked to force new pledges to masturbate in front of him, Paul Ryan. They're all changing their stance as it predictably they would. Of course they would. It's Donald Trump doing something. They have to lick his asshole. They have to get in and they're like getting into the really nasty, there's like still shit. Sorry. Anyways, moving on, moving on. Oh, and I forgot one guy. I forgot Orville Redenbacher's gay cousin that thinks he's fooling everyone, but he's not. Orrin fucking Hatch. This old turd of a fucking human being. I hate this guy. Almost as much as I hate Paul Ryan and Mitch McConnell. Orrin Hatch is a Fucking racist, he's a fucking bigot, and he's fucking useless. The good news about Orrin Hatch, he's had more days behind him than he's got in front of him. He's closer to the grave than he is to the womb, so that's at least a plus. But, you know what they say, the good die young, but pricks live forever. This motherfucker's gonna die at 150, I can just fucking feel it. But, uh, you know. I asked this question last week, and I'm going to ask it again. After all of this, how is it that the Republican base is still supporting? Are they just not paying attention? Because, I've said it, I had people that were on the Republican side of things that wanted to argue and debate me for the first month or so, right after the election. And then for a couple weeks, right after the uh, uh, the inauguration of the fucktard. And now they don't want to talk. They've gotten really quiet. They don't have a lot to say. And I know the approval rating of Donald Trump is ticking down like a fucking time bomb ready to explode. But why? How? Like, There's still some. Are they just like, fuck it, I don't care. I don't know any better. Is there a lack of intelligence? Um do i mean do they I mean do they just not care i can't wrap my fucking head around it and i t- want to take some of these people and i want to sit them in a sit them in a room sit in a room with them and just fucking strangle them until they fucking get it cuz it, like it's unfathomable to me okay he wants to grab pussy he wants to fuck his daughter he said that he fucking if she wasn't my daughter Oh yeah i'm i'm willing to bet that stopped you okay i'm fucking putting money on that stopping you he fucking called mexicans all of them drug dealers and rapists Is there not... Is nobody fucking paying attention? There's something wrong in the guy's head. At worst, he's a horrible, despicable human being. At best, he's a fucking crazed lunatic who's off his goddamn meds because his trusty little daughter Ivanka won't fucking put him on. He's a serial sexual assaulter, probably rapist, probably child rapist on top of that. And yet we're still... We're not impeaching him. We fucking wanted to impeach... Bill Clinton because he got a blowjob, a consensual blowjob, and we can't get the ball rolling on this fucking prick for all the shit he's done. Jesus fucking Christ. Anyways, on to, back to the bombing, back to this fucking bullshit bombing. Does anybody really think? I know. I just read right before I started recording this. I read on the Washington Post that I believe it was Kellyanne Conway. I glanced. I'm sorry if I'm wrong. But is Kellyanne Conway saying that Donald Trump was moved by pictures of a child having to quickly wash the nerve gas off of them because, or you know, or they would die, and seeing the father holding, you know, sick or dying children and grandfather, it really moved him. No, no. Let's say it did just for a second. Potentially starting a war and dropping bombs because you're moved by a picture, whether that picture is reality or not, is not the right way to go. That is the sign of a fucking unstable president. You have to deal with this shit. You have to look at human suffering and say, I can't just react. But he didn't just react. It's a fucking lie. Sure, Assad did the fucking chemical weapons yes donald trump launched the missiles and where did he strike at this you know outpost where did he strike he i'll tell you where he didn't he didn't go after runways that launch planes to go do this thing he didn't go after fuel depots and he did Didn't go after or he didn't really go after anything important. He went after reinforced hangers that if you look at pictures, they're damaged, but they're not exactly fucked up. And then on top of that, he gave Russia warning. We're not doing this to get at you. Also, get your shit out of there and tell Assad to get his shit out too. This is a fucking pose. There is so much heat on this fucking administration for his bullshit, for their bullshit with Russia. Flipping Russia off is a good way to trick really stupid people into thinking, well, we wouldn't have done that if we were in Putin's pocket. But you gotta be really fucking blind and really fucking stupid to see that, see it like that, because it's just not the case. All you gotta do is really look. And this is where I was talking about earlier with a little bit of just minor, basic critical thinking. Almost everybody. In the Trump administration and campaign. Has been tied to someone. High up. In Russian government. Or the Russian oligarchy. Almost everyone. Rex Tillerson. Received the uh, the award of friendship from Vladimir Putin. And so you know. There's a line of communication. Um, the dude from Blackwater. Um, was involved in creating a back a back channel of communication between Putin and Trump. So we know that the communication is there. I made a joke earlier about the back channel of Putin and Trump, and I just, I just love this joke, I love this joke. Okay. Donald Trump didn't need to create a back channel of line of communication with Vladimir Putin because Putin spent so much time in Trump's back channel already. Yeah. I'm sorry. I thought it was funny. If you thought it was funny, then go ahead and give this uh, podcast a five-star rating. If you didn't, fuck off. I'm kidding. Fuck off. Back to the uh, back to the bombing. Trump has communication with Putin. This was this is a smokescreen. It really is. I don't like playing conspiracy theorist. I don't like going into all that, but it's not a conspiracy when all the evidence really is kind of there. And it's my hope that not everyone falls for this shit. It's my hope that a lot of people look at this, turn their nose up, and say, no, 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 fuck you. Because what I find really troubling with all this is the the House is not going to start the impeachment process on a president. During a war. Is Trump really the kind of guy to start a war just to protect his presidency? And if you're answering that question with no he's not. Then you're not paying attention. This has got nothing to do with human lives. This has everything to do with his desire for power. And the fact that Russia wants him in power. So he can they can manipulate the United States. And it's happening. It's been happening right under your nose. Of course fucking Mitch McConnell pokes his fucking turtle head out again and he knew, everybody fucking knew in the government knew that in July the FBI was fucking investigating Donald Trump for possible collusion with Russia and here we are didn't know that fucking information prior to the election when it really would have mattered. I mean we kind of all suspect anybody with half a brain fucking suspected I tell you what flagged my interest on that made me think that he was working with Russia is when he said, Russia, if you're listening I'd really like to know what's in Hillary Clinton's emails he's he said that publicly and people didn't go, huh, that was fucking weird they just oh yeah, yay, fuck Hillary she's a woman, we don't want her to have power She's she's a typical politician and she's corrupt So let's just go with this way more evil, way more corrupt, and way less intelligent, way less qualified, way uglier, has stupid skin and bad hair, let's go with this guy. Let's fucking pick that guy over the qualified, yet somewhat shady woman. Yeah. Genius fucking move. Genius. Well I was voting for the lesser of two evils. You're clearly not very good at picking evil. I have family members that said that. I was picking the better of two evils. No, or the lesser of two evils. No. You weren't. If you were trying to pick the lesser of two evils, it was Hillary Clinton. If you were trying to pick the guy that is is most likely to shove his dick in a light socket, then you vote for Donald Trump. Okay? If if your criteria for voting for somebody is how often they grab pussy and how long their tie is, then Donald Trump's your man. If you're voting for president for somebody that can actually lead the country, then, you know, Hillary Clinton would have been it, but uh, it's a little too late in the game to go for that. It's my hope that this fucking shit stain gets impeached, along with that fucking weird looking douchebag Mike Pence, they get rid of both of them, and then instead of putting Paul Ryan in the presidential seat, because... He would be next in line for that. Let's have another election. Let's have an election between Bernie Sanders and Ted Cruz. No primaries. Nobody gets to pick. They're the fucking runner up. Runners up. Okay. No Hillary Clinton. No fucking Hillary Clinton. You put those two, Sanders and Cruz, and you have no, you have one debate, one fucking debate. It's aired on TV. At a time when everybody can see it. And then a week later, it's the fucking election. And that's it. And then Bernie Sanders will win because nobody likes Ted Cruz. He's a weird piece of shit. Ted Cruz! Oh my god, I'm just gonna go off on Ted Cruz for a second. Hold up, I'm sorry. I know I'm supposed to be focusing on one thing, but there's just so many thoughts flowing through my head right now. It's like my brain is screaming at the other side of my brain and my eyes are twitching and it's fucking madness. Ted Cruz supported Trump after... Trump accused Ted Cruz's father of assassinating Kennedy. This is how fucked up the Republican Party is. Literally, you can shove your dick in their mouth. As long as you're a part of the same party, they will do what you say. That's all it takes. All it takes. They don't have to be right. They don't have to be smart. They don't have to be Good. It. they don't have to have the best interest of America at heart as long as they're the same party shove it in deeper my friend it, no Vaseline nobody cares they're, they're so weak and sensitive and pathetic I, I, oh my god anyways this whole Syrian thing is just a fucking smokescreen I see it a lot of other people see it. The fact that I think there were six people killed uh, in this. And there were nobody. Six nobodies were killed in this whole airstrike. No important targets were hit. Nothing to stop anybody. It was Putin and Trump going, what's well, a good way to make it look like we're at odds with each other so people get off your ass when it comes to the collusion, and this, it's sad. It's pathetic. And then on top of that, we got Supreme Court Justice Neil Gorsuch, who's gonna be Donald Trump's bitch. He's gonna be his bitch. He really is. He's gonna be. A, he's gonna be a slut to the Republican Party. He's gonna do whatever the fuck they want. He's not gonna be bi- He's not gonna be. He's not gonna be bipartisan. He's not going to be good for the country. And he's got a lifetime seat. And he was nominated by an illegitimate president. So yay. Everything's all rosy this week. But. I think this is where I'm going to start doing my sign off. Uh, we're running. Yeah. Actually. Normal length episode. I'm surprised I was able to pull that much shit out of my ass. And ramble on that long. And I'm proud of myself for being able to do it. Um, so. Where to find me. iTunes. Google Play, SoundCloud, uh, Stitcher. Fuck Stitcher. Um, TheVincentShow.com is the new official home of everything. Uh, You can find me, follow me, talk to me, engage me on Twitter at Chad W. Vinson. Go to our Patreon.com website. Pledge. Even if you pledge a dollar, everything helps. And it can make the show better and... If I can get enough funds coming in, maybe I can start getting some advertisers and I can do this show more often. But right now, we're stuck to once a week, but patreon.com slash Vincent Show. Facebook at Vincent Show. Um, Be sure to jump on iTunes and subscribe. Um, I've I've heard that there's uh, some other uh, podcast addict. I'm on there too. If you don't like... Uh, the podcast app for iTunes, you can go to podcast addict and you can um, follow me rate, subscribe all that good stuff. Um, much appreciated. Thank you guys for bearing with me the whole 30 minutes. It's been fun. And I will talk to you next week here on the Vincent show.